This SoFi podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free Kicks is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. On the next Back to You podcast with me, Howard Sudbury, and my longtime friend and co-host Steve Baskerville, you will hear Steve's personal and emotional stories about growing up as a black man in America. His message is powerful and hopeful. There will never be a more important episode of Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an OPI show, only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. It's back. It's back. It's back. <laughs> are you Are you happy? Oh, I'm giddy. I'm absolutely giddy. It's been been a long time coming, and we finally got some English Premier League football. A hundred yeah. days. It's a hundred days with no Premier League football. That was that was uh, that was painful for both of us. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gone that long without watching soccer. Obviously, you know, we was watching the Bundesliga there for a while, but right. it's been a long, long time. It yeah, really has. It has. So it's been so long, in fact, I think we need to do kind of a uh, a reset uh, to let everyone know where we are again. And if you're looking at the schedule, uh, just uh, just so you know, we're gonna do we're gonna continue to do the show once a week. But we're going to have yeah. a very hard time keeping up with all the games because they're basically playing every game every day for the rest of the summer. You're, you're absolutely right. I was just looking at the schedule. You know, this is we probably this is the most amount of time we're going to have in between games. Yeah, <laughs> because. Next week, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's just going to – there's going to be a game a day. It's going to be nuts. So it is what so, it is. We're going to keep doing it the way we do it, um, and we'll we'll try to be as current as possible. Um, but yeah. uh, just so you know, that, that's what we're fighting against. Um, yeah. So resetting the stage, we have three or four or five or maybe even six teams uh, in the relegation zone area one of which played today. We're taping this on a Wednesday. Um, Norwich is in the bottom. Looks like they're gone, right? Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. Uh, Aston Villa is second from the bottom. They have a shot at staying up. And Bournemouth is third. And they're only uh, third from the bottom because of goal differential. Uh, They're tied basically with West Ham and Watford. And the other team that's also in danger is Brighton. Right, so yeah. th- so those are your ten. Really, no other team I think has to worry about going down. Yeah, it's your bottom six basically. Yes. So you, you know, we talk about the top six this year. We're going to be probably talking more about the bottom six. Yeah. In terms of the teams, that's for sure. And in the top of the league, we usually talk about the top four um, or the top six. I think we're really talking about the top ten now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you've got. Uh, because well, first of all, Man City has got the suspension hanging over their head. So you've got Liverpool. They're gonna they're gonna wrap it up either this weekend or next weekend, right? 
Right. Yeah. Well, with Man City winning today, they can't do it this weekend. Though. That's right. It's, That's right. It's going to be. It's going to happen in a in a in in the matter of a week or so. Yeah, yeah. and it's going to happen in an empty stadium, but it's going to happen. Uh, you've got Leicester, who's looking pretty good, and Chelsea, who's three points up on Man U, who is now. You'd say, even though they're in fifth, they're in fourth. Would that be fair to say that? Yeah, that's true yeah. with the suspension, yeah. But now there, are, there are, are all these other clubs that are only six points or less behind them and with eight games left, or is it nine? Nine games, yeah. Not, with nine games left, six points is totally doable. Yeah, no question. I mean, you you go you can go even down to Arsenal, even though they lost today. Yeah. You know, they're at, four, they're at 40 points. Yeah, so, I think know, you can go at the ones below them. Burnley and Crystal yeah. Palace That's are at true. 39 points. That's only That's six right. points behind Man U. Yeah, exactly. So it can change very, very quickly. You're absolutely right. All right, so the teams that are in the mix are the Wolves, Sheffield United. We'll talk about them here in just a bit. We've got uh, Tottenham, which is a, you know annual uh, team in that top four, Arsenal, uh, they lost yeah. today. But, again, that's lots of uh, extenuating circumstances in that game. Um, yeah. So, But that's where we are. When we are resetting, we're back, right? Exactly. Project restart. We, we started again. Exactly. Uh, before we get to what's happening on the pitch, and I do have to find the audio for that, <laughs> I just wanted to – we've been getting a lot of emails and stuff uh, lately – and I just want to say, uh, be sure to let other people know about the show. Uh, and thank you for the feedback. If you want to find us, the best place to tell people to find us is Spotify or opishows.com. Go and subscribe. And uh, yeah. that, that would really help us. And then we, our show just shows up on your phone. You don't even have to think about it. It's just there. And now it's exactly. time to find out what's happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? So build up, build up, build up, and then I think I literally fell asleep during that first game. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. (laughs) It was Sheffield United against uh, Aston Villa, and there actually was one really big important moment in that game. You know what part I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, uh, the Hawkeye didn't work exactly. I don't know what happened. It was a, a major, major kerfuffle, as they say. Yeah, I don't know what took place. And they came out and apologized after the game. The referee association said we screwed up. <laughs> well, what happened? <laughs> if you weren't watching, uh, the goalie caught the ball on the line and was kind of knocked backwards into the goal by his teammate. But the entire ball was clearly inside the goal. That was exactly. should have been a goal for Sheffield United. And the timer, the buzzer did not run, uh, did not go off on the, on the uh, referee's wrist. And for some reason, they didn't have uh, the VAR check it out. Um, that was really a head scratcher, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a weird one because, you know, this goes back to the whole technology thing, you know, Obviously, we rely on it so much, but there also has to be a thought process from the referee. Okay, I'm watching. The goalkeeper is clearly over the line. Even though my buzzer's not going off, and obviously he has it on his on his watch, when the ball goes over the line, that's the technology that they have. Surely, as a referee, he's got to say, yep, that's got to be a goal. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Because everybody saw it. 
Yeah. Um, and even if he just would have double checked with the linesman, that's fine too. Well, but and the, the goalie, so even, the goalie looked on his had a look on his face like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like, "Oh crap! I've made a mistake." Yeah, everybody knew it was. It was that. If to me, it was like the hand of God all over again. You know, it was just like, my goodness, everybody's seen it. Everything's gone in. You can see it's clearly in. Just make that call. Um, but the, I guess the, the the issue with the VAR was because the technology didn't go and nothing worked. That that didn't trigger the VAR. Oh. So that's what, that's why they didn't go to VAR. Because if it would have been, if it would have triggered anything, no goal or goal, because nothing actually lit up. It didn't, because I guess, it, I think they said they actually pulsates, pulsates around his wrist yeah. when it's a goal or a no goal. Uh, so nothing actually happened. So he couldn't make a decision. But well, again, make make the call. You're the ref. You see I what's know. going on. And I that's know. the thing. Just, just go off to the side, check with the fourth official. Hey, what do you think? Can I look at this again? Can we do this? I know, I know. I know. I, I, it's it, just it's uh, you know what I'd call it? I'd call it a controversy. <laughs> which is what they kept saying. A con- controversy. It's a, yes. Uh, that's that's what it was. Um, the other thing I found interesting about that game, and this is just uh, a COVID-related thing. Well, actually, there's two things. But one was uh, they announced during the game that uh, Sheffield United – had been the only team in history, in English top flight history, that had ever won a game in June. Really? Because they had never played in June. Hmm. Which I thought was kind of fascinating because this is, you know, breaking new ground. And apparently it happened once in the last hundred years and Sheffield United was the team that did it. And so there they were again with another chance to win and they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now everybody, now everybody's going to break that record because everybody else is going to win. That's right, and Man City's already done it. Uh, But that uh, was a zero-zero game, a nil-nil-nil tie. The other thing that I thought was cool was the Black Lives Matter, Um, and they have it on all their uniforms. And this is going to be a common thing. I think uh, that is a uh, the fact that this is a worldwide phenomenon is just amazing to me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it was, it was how they did it. It was top notch. You know, uh, in terms of what was done, they took away their the names off the top of their jerseys, yep. so everybody had Black Lives Matter on their jerseys. Uh, there was banners also in the in the ground with Black Lives Matter on it, um, and then they all took a knee before the game started. Um, so yeah, I think everything they did in concerning that, I think it was quite clear where they stand, and that was that was really good. And it's a lesson for all the American sports leagues that it's it's yeah. really not that hard to do this, right? You know? Exactly, true class. That's yes. what I say. It true was. Class. That's it the was way to do it. Yeah. super classy. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the uh, the second game. Well, you know, obviously they yeah. did the same thing with uh, the Black Lives Matter. Raheem Sterling, actually, uh, one of the players from Man City, is very vocal in this subject. Yeah. He's put out videos and stuff. He also mm-hmm. scored the first goal. Um, yeah. and, uh, and he did it thanks to 
Why don't you tell everybody your your note to me uh, before we start? Yeah, it was, it was funny. I said, yeah, basically there was two reasons, two things that took place in that game. For me, it was obviously David Luiz. I don't think he was ready to play at all because he made two mistakes and then got a red card. I mean, to talk about the nightmare of a game. Plus, he was a substitute. Yeah. So he couldn't have really made a worse game. And then obviously the other thing we talked about kind of jokingly was if that was Kevin De Bruyne's beard during the pandemic, um, <laughs> poor fella can't grow a beard. You know, the redheads, like the redheads, yeah. they have a really hard time. The gingers have a hard time growing yeah. those beards. I, that's true. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, going back to David Luis, it was, you, you could tell, you could just see in his face, he didn't want to be there. Yeah. He's upset. Obviously his contract is going to expire at the end of the season. Um, he came on early because I mean they they definitely had some bad luck in the first game. Well, they sure two did. In, two injuries, you know they uh, the, you know Jacques went down after only eight minutes, and then um, and then Marika went off. Uh, it was less than twenty minutes, so they're down two, and they've already used two of their substitutions. I know we'll talk right. about how that all works, but um, so they they used those two subs, and then David Luis came in and had an absolute shocker conceding the first one miss miss playing a ball and then literally right at the start of half time like he's like i keep saying you gotta gotta be there for the right of the second half always something happens yep boom 52nd 53rd minute there he goes he pulls down pulls down um i think it was was it sterling no it was uh, mares no it was mares he pulled yeah. down mares and uh, gave away the penalty kick and got a red card. So yeah. couldn't have had a worse day, really. <laughs> he cost <laughs> the first two goals, and he got kicked out of the game. And, and it looked like, you, as you mentioned, it looked like he didn't want to be there. And I think the announcers were even speculating if we'll ever see him again in yeah. a, in a, a Premier League game. And, and we may not. That may be it. That may be the swan song for him. Right. Well, he's got to sit the next three games because of a straight red. So right. that's going to happen. And then, then they've got six left. So, And realistically, to be fair, he probably didn't want to play him anyway because he had him as a sub before. Right. He was there just as a reserve. And then obviously he was forced into that situation. So, yeah, it, that might be the last of David Luiz in the, in the Premier League. Uh, the game ended 3-0. Three, three and I know that you had to miss the end of the game uh, because you were doing a webinar. But did you see, yeah. see the injury at the end of the game? I, I saw it. I was kind of watching a little bit. I didn't actually see the incident, uh, but I saw the player. It was Garcia that went down, I think it was, yes. for Man City. Yeah, it, was it, it looked pretty, bad. pretty serious? Yeah, really? I mean, he had to That's be taken shame. off with a stretcher, um, and yeah. it looked like a head injury. The goalkeeper came out full speed, mm. and Garcia, the center back, was coming back at full speed, and Ederson was punching uh, through the air, and they came at each other at – a full impact and um, they had to like stabilize him and everything. It really was scary. I mean, I hope he's okay. I could see his legs moving. So it's not like he's paralyzed, but he could, that could be a very serious head injury. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll be sure to kind of keep checking, even as we're chatting through here, if anything, if anything comes up, hopefully it's nothing too serious for him. Cause he, he'd actually played a pretty good, he he played pretty well. He was one of the younger players. Um, to come in, uh, I think he went through the Barcelona system and, and looked pretty pretty accomplished there as, as a centre back today. Well, I mean, he's 19 years old. He's starting for Man City ahead of Fernandinho. You know, yes, that's fairly impressive. No question. And again, uh, when they bring in five subs, which is now the rule, you can bring in five subs, correct? Yeah. Um, and and you do do you know why they have that rule that you have to bring them all in at a certain time? 
Does that? Um, does it, there's got to well, be some have, logic behind it. They have the three. They have three moments. So basically, what they say is you ha- you have three moments in the game to bring them on, um, but and that doesn't include halftime. So you can sub people at halftime. I think partly because they just want to you know stop the time wasting because realistically. It's a ah. bit like, you know, from a youth, you know, I, when I think about that from even from a youth standpoint, if I'm winning, it's a big game. Coaches will just sub people on the far side of the field. Right. Yeah. And, and then slows the game down. Uh, I, I mean, I actually I, I've actually experienced a lot of that in college as well. And that was it's it's because it's so much more about winning at that point. Um, right. Like I, I know when we would play certain teams, um, you know, they, we we conceded a goal early. They know we just know they're going to sub the furthest guy away every time. Right, that's what they would do. They would move the players across to the other side. Name the team. Um, Name the team. Yeah, who is can't it? Do it. <laughs> can't, can't do it. But they know who they are. <laughs> it's because it's somebody you still coach against, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Not at all. Okay. But, uh, uh, yeah, but I, people listening to it who coached against me or with me in college, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's okay. all right. Though. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess we can't reveal everything here. This is uh, we're going to keep. That's the only secret we're ever going to keep from our listeners, and that's the one. There you go. There you go. Uh, before we get to our next section, uh, which is your favorite part of the show, the name of the Premier League star, yeah. I want to explain a little bit about some of the things that happen on this Opi Network that we're on on the Radio Misfits. Uh, shows are released on certain days. Like for instance, this show comes out on Thursday. Right. Because we want it to be out uh, going into the weekend so you can have, you know, your a couple of days to hear it before all the Premier League games start. Uh, there are other shows on the network that come out on different days. I, I host a show called the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, which comes out on Wednesdays. And I have a, another show called Minutia Men, which is out on Saturdays. Um, but there are other shows, too. And there's another show called Back to You. And another show called The Car Guys Report. So they used to come out on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. They're switching their days. The Car Guys are now available on Tuesdays. Back to You is available on Thursdays. Okay? They asked me to let everybody know that. And I think that's something, if you are a fan of the uh, network, you should know. All righty. It's time for your favorite part of the show. Uh, And all I need to do is find the audio. Here it is. Time now to guess the Premier League star. By the way, last week uh, I heard from our 11-year-old fan, and he tied yeah. you exactly. So you, you didn't uh, you didn't lose to him. Let's that count. means I that, that means I beat him. So there you go. That's that's fine. A tie to a tie is a win for me. That's how I look at it. Okay, but now we are back into your favorite league. You're going to have to guess players in the Premier League and see Money if you can bank. remember them. All right. This uh, week's player is 23 years old, so he's a youngster, Um, but he's been around. He starts for his national team, but he doesn't always start for his Premier League team. Okay. All right. Even though he doesn't always start, he has scored 37 Premier League goals since 2017, so he scores a lot. He's a center forward. He wears number nine. Jesus from Manchester Whoa, City. Oh, very good. <laughs> Back to how it used to be. I know my Premier League players. 
beat that, you 11-year-old. Come on. <laughs> See if you can do it. No names. Wow. I'm sure his father will text me. I'm very impressed. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I still had eight eight more clues for you. Oh, uh, well. See, yeah. Only done in th- what? <laughs> two? No, it was only, I only needed one clue, right? Yeah, three. You had three. You, you, know, you got his age. You got his number of goals. You you know, got his number. But, uh, yeah, all right. Well, that's very impressive. Uh, I'm right. so thrown off by that. I need to take a break. <laughs> um, but we will be back uh, in just a few moments. We still have the uh, what's happening in Adam's office. We're going to pick the weekend games. We've got Adam's weekend tip, and all of that is coming up right after this. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. A doughy looter needs a workout. Social distancing shoes. A Missouri pothead with a great name. My brush with a celebrity. And our interview with New York Times bestseller, Sun-Times columnist, thinker, Neil Steinberg. <laughs> All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. RadioMisfits.com. I'm Howard Sudbury, and I co-host the Back to You podcast with my longtime friend, Steve Basterville. Hey, it's Mark Vernon from the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. Your Tuesdays just got better. The Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, with Mark Vernon and Lou Costables on the move. New episodes of this great podcast will be released on Tuesdays. And our good friends Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville and their podcast, Back to You, will now be available on Thursdays. So check out Mark and Lou with the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, on Tuesdays, and Back to You on on Thursdays. Both are a Tony Lasano podcast and Opie Show Productions on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we are back. So I know that's uh, been a busy time for you. In fact, we're taping this show uh in the evening, which is something we yeah. don't don't ordinarily do because you had a bunch of important things going on at the office. Uh so why don't we talk about that and I've got some sure. audio for that. Here we go. And now, the latest Chicago-area soccer news. Soccer news news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. So today you were uh, co-hosting a webinar, which uh, you were nice enough to allow me to uh, pay attention to, which we did right before the show. Why don't you tell everybody about that? Yeah, so this was kind of actually our final one in the series. We've been doing this, and we then put the recording of it on YouTube at our channel, Illinois Youth Soccer, so people can check it out. Uh, so we was been interviewing some of our coaching educators that we work with. So today we was t- chatting with Dean Harding, uh, former Arsenal Academy coach, and it was quite. It was obviously very relevant with Arsenal coming back, and uh, he was obviously watching that Arsenal game with uh, with a lot of intent there. And uh, we chatted a little bit about um, Eddie Nketa as well, who was playing for Arsenal. But uh, so we we've been. We've been doing a lot of those webinars kind of on a weekly basis. Um, Does he fact, coach got, uh, somewhere here now in this area? Yeah, he's he's coaching with Wizard FC out of uh, the Hinsdale area. Okay. So he's there. He's the DOC for that club. And then he's involved in our ODP program and, and also coaching education as well. So, he, uh, yeah, so we got to know him. And he's been really good, very instrumental in connecting us with some, some people that we did other webinars with. Um, Steve Salas was one that stood out for me. We did this one on educating football, uh, soccer. He actually works with the uh, Scottish uh, coaching education and national teams. 
So uh, some really good people he's been able to connect us with. So, so yeah, so we've been busy doing those webinars and, uh, I, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed listening to his, uh, his tales from, uh, from Arsenal, you know, you're talking about some, you know, coaches that, yeah. you. well, there's, you know, this Arsene Wenger guy, uh, you may have heard of him. Um, yes. but he, the thing that I thought was cool is the way he, um, was comparing the English players to the American players. Right. And you could tell that he didn't want to say the English players are much better than the American players, even though that's what he believes. But I think at one point he (laughs) uh, he he came to why that is. And that is because of all the other sports that our kids are playing. And it was good that he he was aware of that. You know what I mean? That kind of I think that's something that the uh, European coaches don't think about when, when they come here. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a fair point. I think um, obviously uh, American players have so many different influences and so many different options and choices, and it's also a cultural thing. I think we're slowly moving towards uh, a, a football soccer kind of culture here. Obviously, we've still got to battle American football and sure. baseball and, and all those things, but we're slowly getting to that point where it's part of the culture whether it be through the MLS through the NWSL and, and different things so so yeah it's it's great to hear somebody's opinion for who's just and he's a, he hasn't been here very long he's only been here since 2018 so okay. uh, he's not been around too too long so he's pretty fresh off the boat so to speak you know for me I'm basically Americanized been here since 1989 so you know i i don't know too much other than american stuff so right um it's good to kind of listen to you know things that are going on so yeah so it was nice to have that and obviously we've been from the office standpoint we, we you know we're, we're still not in the office permanently we're all kind of checking in at certain points but all working from home you know we're all access, accessible through uh email and basically i'm living on zoom basically yeah, yeah i doing, know you're doing a pro i can tell watching it you're a pro you're uh <laughs> you, yeah. you know what you're doing we get there we get there so we're doing stuff with with interviews and, and meetings and different things so it's a lot of fun so uh we're enjoying that and then and the next big thing we've got coming up on monday we which we're excited about is we're actually working with uh, one of our Latino um, educators, college educators, uh, coaching educator, educators, sorry. Um, and he's going to be doing a, a presentation in Spanish concerning the U.S. Soccer Learning Center, how to kind of navigate the tools, how oh, to create training great. sessions. That's huge. But it's going to be done. Yeah, it's going to be done in Spanish for all of our um Mexican-American coaches, Latino coaches. So we're excited about doing that. So we want to try and obviously impact uh, those coaches as well. That's great. Uh, my other favorite part of the webinar was when someone asked him if any books to recommend. And he's like, no, yeah. no, I'm not a reader. And as an author, yeah. I take that personally, but uh, that's okay. He seems like a nice yeah. guy in other ways. <laughs> yeah, no question. And to be fair, he maybe he listens to books, right? A lot of people do. Okay, that, so. all right, I'll give you that. All <laughs> right, it's uh, it's time for us to pick games. We haven't done this in a very long time. Let's play the audio. Rick and Adam. Rick and Adam, Rick and Adam pick the scores. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. I've had my son. Uh, Sean do these picks for me uh, because okay. he's a little better at it than I am. Um, right. So let's uh, let's uh, go right to this coming weekend. We've got some big games. One uh, that I think has a lot of, uh, um, I don't know, gravitas uh, is uh, the West Ham versus Wolves game because it 
it could affect uh, either team going up or down. Yeah, that's true. So is this is this still the fifty thousand dollars? Is NBC still doing this? Yes, or is this just the games. Okay. Yes, All that's right. that's where I get these games. So you that's can do it. You can go on that app, and uh, if you if you pick them correctly, you could win fifty thousand dollars, and that's that's why I do it. Uh, even though we try, we try. Exactly. <laughs> I think I've gotten one or two right over the weeks. So let's see what we can do. West yeah. Ham at home versus Wolves. Well. I hate to say this, but I, when I did these picks as well, I, I saw a lot of draws in here. So I'm going to go with a 1-1 one, one draw. Wow. Okay. I, I've got, or Sean has, Wolves winning 2-0 over West Ham. He doesn't have a lot of faith in West Ham, apparently. Okay. We've got Newcastle at home versus Sheffield United. Sheffield United coming off a, a snoozer of a 0-0 tie against yeah. Aston Villa. Yeah, I think obviously Newcastle will be fairly motivated in terms of it being. I think that's that'll be their first game, but um, you know Sheffield United's got that game under their belt, so I think they'll learn a lot from it and reflect and hopefully get better. So I'm I'm going for a one nil Sheffield United win. I, I I was talking to Sean about this. He he thinks that Sheffield United has woken up over this uh, uh, over this coronavirus time and realized that they're only Sheffield United. <laughs> and that they're not going to win anymore for the rest of the season. Okay. He's got right. Newcastle winning 2-0 over Sheffield United. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Okay. And I like I like the fact you're saying he's saying this. So it's basically you're taking away any type of responsibility from yourself. That's okay. exactly right. <laughs> That's the way I roll. <laughs> okay, good. Just want to make just want to make sure you are clear on that. It's the reason why I don't guess the Premier League star and then you have to yeah. guess the Premier League star cuz I would suck at it. <laughs> All right, Aston Villa at home versus Chelsea. Your boys, well, their first yeah, game back. Boys, boys back in blue, back back at it, away to Aston Villa, but I can't see anything other than a Chelsea win, so I'm going 2-0 to the Blues. And that is exactly what Sean picked. Yeah. Then we've got the Derby, the uh, the mm. the Merseyside Derby, Everton at home versus Liverpool. Yeah, I think this will be a good game. Actually, I think obviously when these two teams get together, it's, it's always good, really isn't it? Extremely competitive, and yeah. you know, it's a, you know, it could have been even better if if Man City would have lost today and they could have clinched the trophy, clinched the championship. But um, I'm going to still go with a Liverpool win. I'm going to give it three-one to to Liverpool. Okay, I have it as a two-nil uh, victory of uh, Liverpool over Everton. And you know okay. that, and I feel like uh, the Everton fans are secretly happy that that game is not being played for the championship at their oh, at agree. their stadium. Don't you think? Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, that would be the worst. That would be the worst thing that could happen to Everton fans. It would just Liverpool cut their hearts it. out. It would cut their yeah. hearts out. The uh, only good thing is there's no fans there, so that's the well. That's, that's a good point. Good that is a good point. <laughs> Um, then the final one we have here is the Monday night game, and that's going to be Man City versus Burnley. Uh, Man City at home. They look pretty good again today. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think they're going to start moving, start gelling again. And, uh, you know, obviously it's a bit too late to win the league, but uh, I, see, I see a pretty comfortable win. So Man City 2, Burnley 0. That's what I have also. And I think Man City is still in the Champions League, uh, the final eight. Yeah. Aren't? So yeah, even yeah. though they have been banned, you know, the ban does not take effect this year, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. They can still win it. 
Absolutely. They so they're going to be super people. duper motivated to win that thing, don't you think? Well, I, I think so. I think so. All right. And then finally, it's time for Adam's TV tip. Here we go. Now time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. TV tip. Okay, tons of games. Is there one oh. that uh, stands out to you over the others? Yeah, I, I you know, I've kind of gone back and forth on this a little bit because um you know, the, the game that really stood out for me was the Everton-Liverpool game because, you know, Liverpool could actually win win the title. So I was kind of thinking about that. But uh, I think I think the game that's going to probably stick out for me is, is going to be Tottenham versus Man United. Harry Kane is back. Yeah. Harry's back playing. Rashford's so back. Rashford, obviously, he's been in the news a little bit too. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. I did. With the news. Um, you know, helping and, and basically beating the government, at making sure that they get the, the kids get their uh, their food during the summer holidays as well. Um, but um, yeah, so my my pick is Tottenham Hotspur versus Manchester United. You got uh, Jose Mourinho against his old team. Should be a good one. Yeah, and and those and those teams are really fighting it out, uh, trying to get into that uh, Champions League group. So, um, exactly. in fact, I think I'm going to watch those teams you know every week just because uh they've got so much to play for totally agree i think that's that's really what we're going to be watching that and then obviously the the bottom group as well and and i just gotta say having watched it um i'm super excited (laughs) i'm just so happy that it's back i missed it so much Oh, man. And it's going to be tough because there's so many games. You don't know how you're going to work your schedule around all of these games. So, yeah, this is where you know, not having game. a job really pays off for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do have a job, but, you know, I'm my own boss. And so, you know, <laughs> That's true. between you and me, don't tell anybody I said that. Yes. Ah, all right. So if you want to find us, uh, Free Kicks, you go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Uh, you can search for Radio Misfits or Opie Shows. Special thanks to Tony Lasano, who is with opishows.com. Opi, in case you want to spell it, is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H, shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we ask the Car Guys question, what kind of a driver are you? Plus, old car wisdoms that may or may not be true. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And friends and everyone at OPI Shows want you to make sure to wash your hands. And if you're still one of those people who don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom, please do that now. That's something you should have been doing anyway. Cover your mouth when you cough. You can save the world by sitting on your ass at home. You cannot afford to miss this opportunity. You won't get another one. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Stay home. You will be saving the world.